Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asia-Pacific trade is relatively muted so far this morning. Investors will have their eyes on Alibaba shares when the Hong Kong market opens, following new reports of Chinese investigations into the company. Seoul, meanwhile, is the worst performing market in the region this morning. The Kospi is off one-third of a percent. Tokyo is trading lower as well, and Sydney is flat. We have a slew of corporate earnings to share with you this morning, and joining me to do all that, break down the market action, he's Ryan Huang. Good morning. Morning, Ryan. Morning, Michelle. Happy hump day. Yes, and to you too. Listen, corporate earnings season is in full swing. And this morning, we're going to take a look at three companies that will be quite familiar to listeners. In fact, many of you probably use their services every day when you go online to search or work on a document or head out for that cup of coffee. I'm talking about Alphabet, which is Google's parent company, Microsoft and Starbucks. Now, all reported earnings overnight. All three are reporting strong earnings, but investor reaction is different to each. I'm going to start with Google. Its ad revenue jumped more than 30% in the first quarter, and its parent company, Alphabet, says its profits more than doubled. So I'm curious, is there a big difference between 30% and 300%, I should say, and 100%? There is a huge difference, we know. Now, aside from revenue, what else contributed to Alphabet's strong performance? Yeah, no surprise, actually, to see such a strong set of results coming through from the tech heavyweights after what's been rather inbuilt behavior from COVID-19, people just going online to do everything. And that means more advertising that Google is making money from. And we saw, like you mentioned, ad sales quite strong. Also strong was cloud revenue that increased 45.7%. And that was off the back of people working from home or remotely Mm. or anything requiring data server space. So that was another driver as usual for its quarterly earnings. And Google Cloud, of course, includes the likes of collaboration tools like Google Docs, Google Sheets, and everything else that corporates need for email or anything they need for the cloud um, business or software. So that search in advertising and cloud business, on top of that, you have a $50 billion share buyback. So I think that was also icing on top of the cake for investors. All right, so we have uh, that accounting charge, services like cloud hosting and ads. Now, if we take a closer look, YouTube is clearly one of Alphabet's rising stars. Ad revenue on the video platform jumped nearly 50% to $6 billion US dollars. So, Ryan, what is your overall take on Alphabet's business now? Well, it is one of those businesses it is hard to do without. When was the last time you used Google? When was the last time you used Gmail? Yeah, five seconds ago. It is pretty much Mm. inbuilt into the way of life right now. So it is hard to do without. So it has made a very strong position in the spaces it's in. YouTube, like you pointed out, is so dominant. It was one of the bright spots in its results. Also one of the winners from the pandemic. And pretty much every business that Google has been in is one of the strongest spots in the pandemic. So what we have right now is a company where business is going to be growing stronger with the new way of life right now. People are just more reliant on technology. 
Indeed. So, uh, investors like what they heard as well. Alphabet shares up more than 4% in after-hours trade. All right, next up we have Microsoft. Now, the tech giant is booking its largest revenue growth in three years. It grossed more than $41 billion in its third fiscal quarter. That is well above market expectations. So, Ryan, what is driving Microsoft's strong earnings? Okay, very similar picture to what we are getting from Google, and this is in tune with the cloud business. The Azure public cloud business grew 50%, and that is above expectations of 46% from the analyst community. So that is another strong quarter of cloud growth. And on top of that, you have strong PC sales. And this, of course, ties into what I've been seeing in COVID-19, um, that long year where people were just staying much more at home, requiring more devices. So no surprises, PC sales were strong. So those two things were the main drivers for the earnings. Yeah, PC sales used to be a drag on Microsoft earnings. What a turnaround. All right, so software, cloud computing, Xbox sales, they're all doing well. So I have the same question for you that I had about Google. What do you think of Microsoft's business going forward? Yeah, I'm looking at the trend of Microsoft's earnings and this is the ninth straight quarter that it has beaten expectations. And of course, lifted by its main pillars, cloud computing and to a certain extent, PC sales as well. So it is going to be hard to argue against that trend continuing when you look at how things are panning out, people continuing to have this hybrid environment. And of course, the COVID-19 situation is still not showing any signs of turning the corner yet. So with that still in the backdrop, Microsoft is likely to continue the trend. Microsoft's market capitalization is approaching two trillion US dollars. But unlike Google, Microsoft shares are down this morning in after hours trade. They're off more than two and a half percent. So Ryan, if the results are so good, why are investors selling? Yeah, I would put it down to Microsoft being a victim of its own success. It has become so successful that people are just expecting much more of it. And taking things into context, the share prices of Microsoft are up 18% year to date. So versus S&P 500, which is 12% year to date, it is already beating the benchmark. And I think investors are just a bit more demanding of Microsoft right now, even though it's beaten expectations. I think those expectations are even higher with what's been going on in the pandemic and its share price. All right, it's time for a cup of coffee, everybody. For the first time in a year, Starbucks is growing again. The Seattle-based coffee giant says its sales jumped 11% in the first quarter and its same-store sales back to pre-pandemic levels. Okay, so what does the coffee giant have to say about its prospects going forward, Ryan? Yeah, so it is an interesting picture because Starbucks paints a rather, well interesting look into how the economy is doing if people are buying coffee. And what we saw in the latest quarter reflects how COVID-19 is panning out. Those countries and markets which are struggling to cope with COVID-19, no surprises that sales there disappointed. So that was what we saw in the latest quarter. But looking ahead, we are seeing them actually becoming more optimistic. They are expecting their performance to return to normal as vaccinations rise. And even though the recovery globally is going to be quite uneven, Mm -hmm. they feel it's going to be strong enough for them to raise their full fiscal year forecast. Right now, sales are likely to come in at 
28.5 billion to 29.3 billion. So just slightly above its previous forecast and it's also expecting to raise its operating margin. So looking ahead, it is quite confident that the economy is going to rebound. Yeah, just underlining the point that vaccination rates are going to be key to recovery. Uh, the CEO of Starbucks has told analysts that Starbucks is going to be using AI technology to predict how vaccination or inoculation rates are going to impact its international sales growth. First time I've heard of a company doing that. Now, despite the higher forecasts, investors are selling off Starbucks shares in after-hours trade. They're down 1.7%. Analysts say that investors are particularly concerned about the company's international prospects. As some Economies are recovering from the pandemic slower than others. Now, on the topic of coffee, though, here at home, Dimbula Coffee is closing three outlets. Yes, um, not so good news. Just about all of its locations are in the CBD. And the company says traffic is 50% lower than pre-COVID levels. Dimbula is also facing a lawsuit from a landlord and more than $4 million in liabilities. There is talk, though, that a white knight may ride in and rescue the business. Now, on the COVID-19 front, Pfizer has announced that a new pill to treat COVID-19, one that you could take at home at the first signs of illness, could be on the market before the end of the year. What's the latest here? Yeah, this is going to be good news for those who are a bit jittery around needles. You can take this new drug orally. So just pop in a pill, swallow it, and that should be able to help you in fighting COVID-19, so to speak. So this is an experimental drug from Pfizer. They are expecting it to be available sometime at the end of the year. So that is going to be quite closely watched. Of course, Pfizer and BioNTech were the first to have the approved vaccine in the US. So it is right now leading the way in finding a new way to fight the disease. So we are now looking at this being... Uh, how it works is uh, it's mm-hmm. a, it, it, it um, inhibits this protein that the um, virus needs to replicate. So that is how the pill works. So more details later this year. Pfizer's experimental oral drug. I'm a pill popper, so I'm excited to hear about that. Now, time for a closer look at local corporate stories. And for this, a game of up or down, whereby I name an asset or an item in the news and Ryan tells us which way he thinks it's moving. All right, are you ready? Let's go. All right, Nanofilm. I would say it's a down for me because it's deferring some projects due to the global chip shortage. So one of the victims of the global chip shortage. Absolutely. Down for me too. Maple Tree Commercial Trust. Okay, so this would be an up for me. And I am looking at Maple Tree uh, Commercial Trust reporting DPU higher by 57.9% to 5.3 cents. So this Mm. is partly due to the release, partial release of some retained cash in the previous quarter. So that was a boost for DPU. Yeah, it's an up for me too, based on higher income and lower costs for Maple Tree Commercial Trust. Next, let's turn to Jardine Cycle and Carriage. Okay, so this is down for me. You've got JCNC saying it is continuing to operate in challenging conditions for its first quarter due to the ongoing COVID-19 situation. And going by what they are saying, it is a bit of management of expectations that maybe the next few quarters might not be as strong as what people are hoping for. Yeah, Jardine Cycle and Carriage says that 
first quarter was challenging and revenue over at Astra dropped 22%. Next, SGX. I would say this is an up for me and this is off the back of UOBK hand initiating a buy call on SGX stock and it is having a target price of 12.35. So this is around news of a potential secondary listing by Grab or C on the Singapore exchange. So that could be a boost for stock trading here in Singapore if that does come to pass. So once again, the target price of 12.35 and right now SGX is at 10.57. He is Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin. Thanks for being here with us on Your Money. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.